All yes. right, Jacob, I got the show notes ready. Um, what episode number is this? I uh, will just do that thing where I like, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what yeah number I got, it I got a, a Dassey running right now. Um, okay, yeah, I'm running on Dassey. Yeah. Do you want to clap on, on three? Uh, nah, I, I think we can just honestly, I think that that's not needed. Um, I think we'll be all right. Um, okay, okay. yeah, um, you're, you're probably right, whatever. Um, I was gonna say, yeah, dude, I, I just finished watching the movies actually. Is um, oh, well, yeah, what'd you think? It's pretty good. I really liked it. It was um, among the better horror movies I um, I've seen. I, it was kind of funny though that um, that you wanted to do a, a sequel, um, but I, I really enjoyed. it. I didn't really think I needed to. Uh, what do you wait? 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 What do you mean a sequel? It follows as one. It's like a one-time movie. Yeah. Um. It. It. Chapter two. Right. Like it's like it. There's it, and then there's it follows, no, which is it. Chapter two. No. No, it's it's just it follows. I don't understand your reasoning behind that. That actually made no sense at all. But um, you, so wait, you saw it chapter two? Yeah, you know, with like a Bill Hader, um, with that uh J dude, and yeah, it was pretty good, honestly. Like, um, but I'm dude, all of our going... hmm? all of our promo and like PR is on it follows. Like, I don't think you understand. Yeah, that's the one problem. I saw. No, no, it, no. You, it, you, it it followed. Yeah. You, you saw it chapter god dang it jacob you i swear dude you need to stop smoking weed. what movie did you watch huh i watched it follows not it chapter two directed by andy machini no that is incorrect jacob you always do this dude every week there's always something no, and I'll, I'll be honest for a while there it was me i was always making mistakes okay but lately Come on, man. Doc, I watched the right movie. I watched the movie this week. What do you want from me, bro? You, you know what, dude? Um, you, Something's come up, man. I can't record. I can't record now, man. All right, What'd you so watch I'm, this week, huh? Huh? I just told you I watched it. It follows. How many freaking times I got to tell you? You were just playing some Call of Duty. Just fucking... Doc, Bars. I put in my fucking soul for this podcast. And, and you, you don't even watch the right goddamn movie. Tell me to watch fucking Hit Chapter 2 and then, and then you don't even watch it. Man, Jacob, uh, I, I quit. Fine, I, I, can, I can do this one solo. I'm, I'll put in the music here. Welcome everybody. Oh wait, actually, Jacob, you should probably open this. You're doing yeah. this by yourself, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> hey everybody, you're listening to Cineasses, and this week we're going to be doing It Follows, um, not It Chapter Two, <laughs> <laughs> not It Chapter Two. No. Um, um, yeah, It Follows, directed by um, I forget his name, but it's a uh, fifth... it's three different names. Yeah, um, that's why it's it always bugs me. It's David, right? David Robert Mitchell. David Robert Mitchell, that's correct. This is um, one of my favorite horror movies, Jacob, and I, I'm excited to talk with you about it. But first, uh, how was your week, my good friend? My week was, <laughs> I live in Minnesota, it was a little wild, but it was... Oh, um... <laughs> oh that's right, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I live in Minneapolis, um, but it was pretty good overall. Uh, you know, some, some things be changing. As um, good as it could be, I, I guess. Right? Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Watched a lot of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, nice. For, in my personal life, that's something I'm doing. Watching some anime. Um, 
How about you, bud? What's new with you? Uh, how's how's your week going? Well, I don't live in Minneapolis or in mm-hmm. any of the uh, affected cities, so everything's been sort of normal. I mean, Denver is nearby, but I'm I'm still about an hour away, so not truly affected by that much. But um, as far as that goes, otherwise, now yeah, just you know, still quarantining. Uh, corona, or excuse me, um, the Rona, as we call it over here. C nineteen, if you want to be cool. C19, that's what the kids are calling it. Um, mm-hmm. Still having me stuck at home. But honestly, if I'm being honest, it hasn't really changed much of my life. So that's <laughs> fine. Um, but yeah, dude, um, I'm glad you chose this movie. It was my first time seeing it. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, I really enjoyed it for, for the most part. Um, when when was the first time you saw it? Did you see it in theaters when it uh, came out? Uh, no, this is actually one that I missed out on in theaters, but I uh, got a chance to watch it. I believe it was uh, the very first time I ever saw it was on Netflix. Oh, I'm having some weird flashbacks. It was on a date. <laughs> I'm now remembering that. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to remember like when did I first see this? And it was yes on Netflix, and it was during uh, a Netflix and chill as one would call it, but. Um, <laughs> But it, it didn't end in uh, I like we watched the whole movie like we didn't do the thing, you know. Netflix and chill <laughs> happens. I mean, you can do both, bud. But uh... definitely, definitely have done that as well. But now this is one that I, I watched the whole thing, and then I actually own it on Blu-ray. I loved it so much, I went out and copped yeah. it on on the good old B-ray. Let's go, man. Um, sadly, my method, my usual method of finding it, didn't work out. Actually, um, there were some sketchy links, but uh, too too sketchy for my. Uh, for my taste so i ended up just buying it on the playstation uh, store which oh, honestly, nice. is i think the preferred method if you're going to do it because you know youtube has enough money amazon certainly has enough money so it's like you know true, I'll, I'll true. Give a little bit to sony sony does have also have enough money but you know no one's no one's giving them money for for movies that much and for unnecessary reasons and mm-hmm. i'm sure sony plays pays taxes i don't know i, I would assume <laughs> um Shout out one time to Sony. I know you uh, you love Sony a lot. Sony boy, brother. Um, but Big yeah. shout out to Sony. Uh, this movie came out in 2014. Man. Nice. Uh, feels a long time ago. <laughs> bingo card. All right. Um, as we mentioned, it was written and directed by uh, David Robert Mitchell. Do you know, has, has he done anything else as far as you know? As far as I know, no. Um, I think he did do another movie in 2018, but I did not watch it. Um, I don't remember. I, I looked it up uh, before this, uh, but I forgot <laughs> it. One sec. Um, Under the Silver Lake. Mm-hmm. Under the Silver Lake. Yep. Wow, he's a really. I did not watch that. He really only has like four movies under his belt since 2002. Oh, wow. Wait, Under the Silver Lake is an A24 movie. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> really upgraded a little bit there, I guess. Oh, it is. But it has a 6.5 on uh, Oh IPD, boy. So uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Rip. Starring, <laughs> that one's starring uh, Andrew Garfield, I guess. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, I don't think I want to watch that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Um, it follows is definitely his best work um i'd say thus far anyways like even if you made something that was pretty good i think it follows is it's like it's 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 in its own it's gonna be his crown jewel for a while yeah dude it's so good it's it's so good um did you know um that he based this movie off of something that happened in his life 
Um, namely that he would have this recurring nightmare as a kid where someone would just follow him like that. Uh, similar to the, I don't what is, what is the monster wow. called? Yeah. The monster in this movie. Um, um, I think it's just referred. Well, I guess as a monster, you'd call it just, um, it honestly, well, like not to be confused with, um, it like a clown. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's like not really clear what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, obviously it's some sort of, um, ghostly thing, but. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of more than that, too, in a way. It's also kind of um, kind of funny, though, because um, apparently a lot of people on reviewing this movie were like, it has a lot of parallels to HIV AIDS or other STIs. And it's just like, yeah. I, I think that kind of ruins it a little bit more if you think of it that way. <laughs> I mean, and also that's the most obvious, like, um, comparison or, like, analogy, mm-hmm. like, like duh <laughs> like it's in the uh it's in the description for the movie it's it's like blah 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 when so-and-so contracts a sexually transmitted um ghost or whatever like it, it, like let me get the exact wording because it's literally it, whoever says that and thinks they're deep is just like dude it's in the freaking mm-hmm. it's in there um where is it you know what it's not on the google immediate google one let's see well, I yeah, no, go ahead. I, I think this um, an alternate title for this movie is um, <laughs> how far will Paul go for a nut? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> OK, but but can you blame him? Yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I've, I've always been Micah Monroe, I think is she's she's cool. Dude, you know what I, I, I found out about Micah Monroe? I was looking through the IMDb. That is not her. I guess it's kind of common. Um, that's not her real name. Like, oh yeah. Do you know what her real birth name is? No, but I bet it's something not as not, like oh, clean and roll yeah, off the tongue no, as that. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> what is it? Dylan D I L L O N Monroe Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Monroe Buckley. Let's um, go. Apparently, <laughs> she had a desire to pursuit a career in professional freestyle kiteboarding being a kite surfer so um she moved to the dominican republic <laughs> what <laughs> she's dominican <laughs> let's go um wild yeah no she's awesome i i mean I, again uh maybe not not that worth it especially since it was clear like i don't know she wanted to be friends with him mm-hmm. but it you know, circumstances kind of led them to. I was gonna say though, I think all the dudes in this movie are just like trash. Though, like I don't, I didn't like Paul's character. He's just kind of creepy throughout the whole thing. Where he's just like, I still have a crush on you, and then she's like, uh, <laughs> like can you chill? And then like he gets all weirded when uh, what's the what's the fucking neighbor dude? Um, oh, the 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 hot dude, Greg guy with the or hair. Something. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it's like, oh yeah, um why'd you sleep with him i liked you too and then it's like well it's just like i don't know none of the dudes in this and then that other dude was just a clown he's just like i'll help you i'll drive you to this cabin didn't save her yeah there's there's no redeemable dudes in this care in this movie is what i'm trying to say i agree with that but in in defense real quick Mm -hmm. they're all high school kids well they're supposed they're supposed to be high school kids so like i don't know man also that's the other like little bit of a of the problematic light flashing is uh with uh 
<laughs> with Hugh, because um, because <laughs> he's like twenty one. They like explicitly like point that out. Where it's like, but you're twenty one. You're you're not that. Um... Yeah, he is uh, significantly older <laughs> for sure. Which is even it's it's so weird when you think about how he's with his. Well, I guess I still live with my parents, no, but I, well, I will say this though: in like he seems culture, he seems older. Bit, yeah, he certainly seems older. Also because. He had a house, like he had an apartment, like in the city. And they're like, yeah, he yeah. used a fake name to get this apartment, which is also uh, sketchy. <laughs> sketchy. Um, and I, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, like a 21 year old dating a 19 year old, like because she's like a freshman in college, isn't that wild? But you know, it isn't like, <laughs> especially when he's just dropping off this like fucking curse on her. He still looks like he's like 26, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna stand by that, but. <laughs> Yeah, and here's the here's the question I have for you. Um, mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this. Why do you think he tells her about like the the curse about the ghost or whatever? I think because someone must have told when he was transferred the the ghost. Mm-hmm. I think someone must have told him and explained it to him. Because mm-hmm. I mean, but see, I, dude, that's that's where like it it, it just gets kind of weird thinking about it because mm-hmm. like you would think that. How would you find out about it, right? Sometimes you would just die, right? I yeah. mean, that's what I was going to tell you, though. I don't think I have two theories on that because I don't think what you just said is necessarily true. Because when it's like, who gave it to you? He's like, it was like a one night stand. I didn't even get her name. Um, yeah. So that I think what it was is either if we're building into the lore of the background is that he's given it to somebody else and then they've died, right? And then, oh, I see. And then I think okay. the other reason why he like, ties her down would be to basically have her live the longest amount of time right because um that's kind of like what the ending of the movie is is like it's inevitable it's going to come back for you um kind of when uh what's her name she has a weird name like yara whatever the um her friend right yeah her friend um where where she's just like reading a poem where it's talking about death and that's like the worst part of it is that it's inevitable you know it's coming um Mm-hmm. so like it's obviously in his uh best interest if she lives the longest amount of time <laughs> otherwise it's just gonna yeah. go back down the line you're right so i think that makes more sense than like someone else he t- he gave it to just died and it just came back to him so he probably found someone who he thought was not an easy target but someone he could you know pass it on to mm-hmm. someone smart i think he got to know her so he must have assumed he must have learned that about her like okay mm-hmm. she seems smart you know and then, yeah, tied her down. So she would be like forced to see it. Like, look, it's coming at you. It's like completely ignoring me. It's naked. Like, it's not, it's not, a, you know, like normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. I, I do subscribe to that. That's, that's a good, that's a good theory, Jacob. Uh, um, so what do you think their budget was? Oh, um, I'm going to guess very, very small. Like, um. 15 mil um it's one my my g estimated like it's one (laughs) um let me see and then if i go to wikipedia which actually does have a site uh a citation but i i don't know if it's a good one it says two but like okay two makes more sense yeah around there um it made worldwide um gross mind you um 21 uh million 21.5 Here's a question I have for you. With like, that's really good. Like, you know, ratio. Obviously, how yeah. much money does the director make? Like, what cut does the director get out of that? 
Um, that is a good question. I think uh, I, I don't know. Um, I think most of the most of the cuts go to the producers, though, because hmm. they they put they're, in. Most yeah, they're of the them. ones that it's an investment for them. Um, yeah, yeah. But when you make that much back, I don't think it. I honestly don't think it matters. <laughs> oh yeah, because I've always wondered how that works out. Like, um, I think obviously like the crew and shit, like they get what they paid for making it, and then so like I don't think they have so much of a vested interest in how well it does, right? Um, yeah, for them extent. it's like it's for them. I think most most of it is like unless they're union, like mm-hmm. it's just like an hourly job. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like they're just making a paycheck, and then if they the movie makes money, like oh cool, we're gonna make more movies now because we're we were successful. Uh, we, our we, company, we made our money back. Yeah, you know, we now have yeah. something another notch in our belt to basically uh, show that we can do this well. And it's crazy too because most of those people um, are trying to become something else. You know, like. A lot of those people want to be directors. A lot of those people are trying to. A lot of those people are trying to be editors mm-hmm. or like work on like coloring or you know be casting or something. So they're all incentivized to you know what like we got to do the best we can because it, all of this matters. You know we make a lasting impression on everybody else around us. We make more connections and keep making more movies together and keep moving up, making more money. Blah blah blah. It just. It's it's in, it's in everyone's best interest. Like even if a movie sucks, <laughs> like you, you still gotta be like, nah, this movie's gotta make money, man. It has to, <laughs> or we're screwed. We're we're all SOL, you know. Yeah, most but certainly. Um, Two million, dude. That's that's it's, that's nothing in the world of movies. Man. I mean, if you think about it, for the most part, it's true because like most of the effects are practical effects. I think mm-hmm. like I think the only part where like it's probably digital, um, which I think that is, I assume would be very expensive, um, would be like the scene where they're in the pool and there's like some bullet shots. Yeah, um, that yeah yeah. Other than, and then also the broken leg scene at the beginning. Yeah, like, that's how true. Twisted backwards or whatever. But even then, you could still like you know like almost like Alien style. Um, do that with practical effects. I think there's a lot of places where they could have save some money. I think maybe obviously like, you know, they, I guess there are a decent number of cars in the movie. So maybe that also is where it goes to. Um, yeah. Here's, that's my other question though, is like how, what is the lowest budget you can get away with? Like making a movie of like this quality. Cause, cause some of it has um, to also go just for like renting out houses for the sets, you know, like, well, mo- I think the highest in like most movie like productions, mm-hmm. the the most money will go to like stars, and so thankfully this movie doesn't have like big stars. Mm-hmm. But I mean, well, they're they're big now, but well, really only Micah Monroe is honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, at the time they weren't, so they probably got a lot more money than most everyone else because they're the talent. You know, they're on screen mm-hmm. the whole time. They make the money back essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like most of that money went honestly to them. And then also, like you're saying, like cars, some special effects here and there, and then probably just like location, cast, yeah, crew. I think, you're, that. I think you're probably right. But but um, what was I going to say? What was your question? <laughs> that wasn't even related to your question. Dog, I forgot. But uh, <laughs> um, to, Oh, oh, oh. Uh, how much you can get away with mm-hmm. like a movie? Yeah, I think you could do less. That, that, that was my main point because like a lot of that money goes to stars. So if you find people who are just like non-actors mm-hmm. – you you can get away with paying them not dirt but you can still pay them like nearly nothing mm-hmm. you know and like i think the lowest you could go and still make a movie like this good would be like maybe half a mil mm-hmm. and and honestly 
really good director, really good like script, really good casting crew. I think you could even go lower than that. Like, mm-hmm. but I think at that point, a lot of that, a lot of your, you lose a lot of like your audience because like you're making like a super super low budget movie. You mm-hmm. likely don't have anywhere to like play it with that gets like a lot of attention. You know. Mm-hmm. So so a twenty four, if you're listening, um, I will be one of those no named actors if you need them. Um, I will pay. For- you can pay me minimum wage, man. I don't care. Dang. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Another tagline for this movie could also be, uh, you can't have shit in Detroit. Uh, Dude. Oh, man. The, the, that's such a, that's such an interesting part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Detroit's almost like its own character, kind of. Like, they make they make so many different little, like, references here and there. Like, eight something about eight mile. Like they, they don't go past the line and like, I don't know. I, I honestly like how they sprinkle in every like now and then like little Detroit. Um, yeah, dude, you know, the, the factory where she's initially like, uh, the abandoned place where Hugh ties her up and all that. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually like a automotive factory. I've like a specific one. It is. Let me find Mm. on the wiki. Um, the Packard plant. Um, so, you know, an abandoned uh, auto auto factory. So it's like, huh, you know, they really uh, went in on it being in Detroit. Yeah, dude, like I'm telling you, it's most movies don't like obviously unless it's like a movie centered around a specific location, they, mm-hmm. they don't care about the location. And I think it's interesting how David Robert Mitchell made it pretty like apparent, like, like no, this movie takes place in Detroit. I'm going to keep bringing up different Detroit things and we're going to use a Detroit factory. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dog. It's also kind of weird too. Um, it was an interesting choice in by his, um, measure to like, it's, it's not exactly, it's hard to determine what year this takes place in. <laughs> um, no. because it's just like, there's a lot of old cars. They watch TV on, <laughs> on like CRT, um, yeah. televisions. Um, but then there's also like one of the girls has like a compact, which is like an e-reader. She also uses like a, like a, like as a yeah. light at one point. Um, yeah. But they still wear like pretty modern clothes, and there are some modern cars around. Um, I I've never seen an e-reader that small, so it yeah, it's it's weird to place the time. <laughs> but it's just like okay, we have this technology where which like there could be screens really small, <laughs> but but we're also going to keep watching TVs on. A, <laughs> Big uh, old CRT TVs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's a weird, like, little fantasy time. <laughs> yeah, apparently he was like um, very inspired by this one um, photographer who does like these really like surreal photos. Um, I was looking at a few of them before, while I was uh, waiting for you to hop in the voice chat. Um, his name is Gregory Crudson. Um, like, if you and if you just Google like his name and photos, you'll see like it's really obvious that he would, how he was uh, inspired by it because they kind of just look like they're very low lit and kind of eerie, but they have um, this kind this kind of surreal glow to them. Um, mm. I think that's kind of like what describes most of the movie. And I think what really makes the, that um, monster very scary, I think is that it's just like, it's, it doesn't seem to be particularly powerful. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it's relatively strong, but it moves very slowly and, you can see yeah. it coming, but it's just that it's clever, and then that it has—it just looks like somebody creepy every time. Uh, there's someone that the 
main character Jay knew or uh, just yeah. like a scary stranger. Almost always naked mm-hmm. and like one time naked and peeing, which is weird. Yeah. Um, that the one scene that I always think of when I think of this movie, like immediate first thought is always that the, the really big tall guy mm-hmm. that when he like comes in the hallway after they open the door from, you know, her friend banging on the door or mm-hmm. whatever. That scene is so amazing. <laughs> it's so well done. The way it's shot, the way like the sound is used to build up the like rev- it's like not even a jump scare. Yeah. But I still remember the first time I saw it, I was I was jump scared, honestly. It was so scary. And also just the way that, the perfect timing in that um it's just like who is it? And then it's that Yara? What why did yeah. they decide to name like I I don't know if that is a name at all, like a common one at all, but it's the first time I heard it. It's just weird for me to say it. I apologize if, if that's your name. <laughs> but um <laughs> when it's like who is it? Yara. Alright. And then it was just like the right amount of timing for you to be like, oh, okay, we good. And then <laughs> and then just a slow well not obviously super slow, but just creeping out of the light, I think is better than just like a because most jump scares are like the flash, you know, Sudden, like like a lightning yeah. strike. Yeah, and then, and then and then of course the the thing that helps it even more is the score, which we haven't even talked about yet, but we will talk about soon. But uh-huh. just everything about that scene is like it's just done so well, man. <laughs> and and the movie too, the movie too, like uh, the the opening scene um, mm-hmm. is like a one take thing where the the that girl runs out from her door, and it's like a three sixty you know one take around like the neighbor around the block to see what's following her and like you see it's nothing and she's like terrified and gets back in the car you know 360 back around drives away yeah there's a That's- lot of um 360 uh shots in the mm-hmm. in this movie i really like it um and he uses a lot of wide angle lang- lenses which are like i think really yeah. makes it um <laughs> i think it's a good a good thing to use in, in generally in horror because i think uh uh i Depending on which one do you choose, one can match closer to the human eye than like a normal like straight lens. But um, I think mm-hmm. if you if you do it right, I think it, it just makes everything look fucking off, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, that other three sixty shot is at the school with the the, the old lady, right? Mm-hmm, yeah, that one's awesome too, dude. I'm telling you, this movie is just <laughs> it's like it's just so well executed. It's, everything about it. I also think it's the right amount of like fresh and new. Um, kind of like indie style mm-hmm. because also the the plot isn't like particularly wild right like they come up with this yeah. premise which is cool a little weird because like I, it's funny because he's like yeah you, this when i was working on writing this i wouldn't tell anybody about it because if i tell him the premise it just sounds bad <laughs> yeah it sounds a little <laughs> yeah a little sus a little weird um, <laughs> yeah um but um but yeah like but it's just like a weird premise, like a but like a relatively fresh one, and then it's just a lot of good shot composition, and I mean the acting's pretty good overall, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. And yeah, just and then that score, that and scenery, yeah, dude, freaking score. It's kind of wild because I was when when you brought that up, I was like, oh yeah, um, it really reminds me of that this video game I really like, um, Hyperlight Drifter. That's him. And then it's him, dog. I was it's like, him. yeah, he has, he's got a... Every time you bring up Hyperlight Drifter, I don't know if you ever noticed, but I'll bring up It Follows. I, like... I definitely don't remember that, but you definitely <laughs> have. I don't I don't doubt that, that you have. That and if you've ever, you ever played Fez, he did Fez as well. 
Um, he did um, this like Metro, like uh, I forget what it's called, but it's this game where you connect like Metro lines. And every time you do like a different line, it like a new part of the song comes in and it just keeps going, dude. It's so awesome. Like he's a really good uh, um, composer. His name is Disaster Piece. Mm-hmm. That's like his stage name. But uh, he's like Richard Vreeland. Um, if <laughs> interested. Yeah. You can follow him on Instagram. He's, he's doing a lot of quarantine. Is he stuff really? Oh, uh, dude, I'll give him that follow. Um, I just really. He's awesome. I really <laughs> love just like that 80s synth, like digital, like it's a little crunchy, but kind of. Yeah. yeah. Kind of string like. Um, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the, the, like, the score for um, Hyperlight Drifter is like one of my favorites. So. Like when I heard it, I was like, huh, <laughs> it's, it's very similar. <laughs> he makes it sound so like vast. Mm-hmm. Like uh, my, my favorite track from the movie is Jay's theme, mm-hmm. which plays at the beginning when she's uh, looking in the mirror and like getting ready or whatever. Um, like all the strings and then the bass that comes in just like completely just, it makes it feel so much bigger than it is when it's really just about Micah's character. Ah, so good. So good. Um, the funny thing is, looking at it as a Wikipedia page, I think this is the last full full length film he's done. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. The rest have been since then um, either his stuff, um, some web series, and video games. Um, yep. So I wonder if he's ever going to do another film. Yeah. Oh wait, never mind. I take that back. I see. I was reading. <laughs> I was reading the chronology the wrong direction. He actually did um, one in. 2018 and one in 2019 oh he did under the silver lake again uh so he did another david robert mitchell movie huh right is that what i'm looking at here right and then he's also doing in 2019 he did one that's like an american action adventure film triple frontier oh wow um um that's to watch that it's released by netflix in select theaters who's in that um ben affleck oh i'm not watching that oscar isaac though and Pascal, Diego Pascal, what the? That's such a weird cast. Um, but the the the, the games right here, Mini Metro. So he did Mini Metro mm-hmm. the same time he did It Follows. Highly recommend that game. It's so relaxing and soothing. And obviously, if you love the Hyperlight Drifter mm-hmm. or It Follows soundtrack, you're gonna love this one. So, yeah, dude, yeah, Mini Metro. Um. This is something we're going to add to the podcast. Um, he's a certified king. <laughs> yes. Those are just uh, people we deem like what? Like just higher status than other people yeah. that we've mm-hmm. talked about or what? Yeah. Um, we, kind of, we might have to do a retro episode and talk about the ones that we've t- already talked about then and start yeah. adding people to the list. Caleb's on there. And then he's the only guest so far <laughs> that has uh, <laughs> received it. Certified king status. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! Um, yeah, this is a pretty good movie, all, all in all. I would. It's certainly okay. How about this? I know your answer because <laughs> um, <laughs> it obviously sits on the barometer for you. I was going to about to ask you, but I realized. Uh, well, hold on. You forgot. Yeah. You forgot that it was on the barometer, though. Was it a good movie? I what, like. I did forget. Yeah. Um. It. This is a. A plus plus, like great choice for Barometer because, well, I have to preface it with this. Um, every horror movie kind of is, honestly. No, because I will say this though, I think this one does 
serve for a specific type of person who's very like gore adverse where like if you're just like bars okay true like this is very suspenseful um has a little bit of mystery and uh, i think it does help out that you could be like a little film buff like like most of our shit oh, come on now um but you <laughs> um but you know what i mean like you're like this one's kind of yeah. indie like you can play that up yeah it's like not not too known yeah no but i i i, I st- i'll still stand by what i say mm-hmm. except for most most uh you're right like some some stuff is too gory for some people which is like okay understandable yeah but i think i think this is a great example of a movie like of what i think about when i think of like oh yeah like horror movie date night like we're gonna cuddle up together Mm -hmm. and like like you know it's a good opportunity if you haven't like broken like the touch barrier yet like maybe it's like date two or three or whatever (laughs) like great great movie to get more comfortable with someone like i i i think it's it's perfect for that. And then also it's just a great movie. And like you're saying, like it kind of shows off the chops a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you ever seen it follows and they'll just be like, is that like an A24 movie? No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. That's, so that's my, my answer. And then you just be like, you ever heard of Mitchell, David, Robert? Oh wait. I mean, David, Robert, Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember this fucking episode. Um, <laughs> um, and then at the end of the movie, you could also just l- like pretend to look at somewhere and be like, Oh yeah, you see that lady in the yellow dress. And then, Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah. I, I didn't even talk about that yet. Um, the very first time I did see it, mm-hmm. uh, I remember like for a week afterwards, like constantly just looking back, just being like, uh, you know, a little paranoid, like that. That's how much it got me the first time. Mm-hmm. I, I just remember being like, look, you know, I you know it wasn't like over the top, like I was going crazy, but it was just like constantly looking over my shoulder. Like, all right, all right, we're good. You know, we're fine. <laughs> you know what's really good about this movie, though, that I like. I think is probably among the best things about it is its intro is a really good way to introduce the audience to the premise that isn't just like kind of kind of dumb. Cause, yeah, because like you know what I mean. It starts off with someone who's who's presumably oh, that's another tie into my my theory is that there's that girl that dies in the intro that isn't Jay. Yeah. Um, oh, damn. Yeah. How did, how did he, how did, what's his face find out, right? Well, cause I guess he just needs to see her again, like see the, or it following him, you know, right? Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just like her running around, seeing something and then getting in a car, calling her parents on a cell phone, um, and then just waking up dead. Well, you know, um, and then, yeah, and that- then the rest of the movie just, for at least the most part of the, uh, until we run into Hugh and his, and, um, very traumatizing scene. Um, yeah. Like everything seems pretty normal except him, like pretending to see somebody, which, you know, we introduces us to the premise where it's just like, Oh yeah. Uh, you don't see that lady. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very clever way to do it. There's a lot of there's a lot of clever things in the movie too. You just reminded me of like uh, a few parallels and a, a kind of foreshadowing that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the girl gets killed, right, mm-hmm. and we're introduced to Jay's house or whatever and her friends, um, there's a there's like a slow zoom in on her house and Paul is in the front knocking on the door like like that and like it's he's doing it over and over and over and over like it's not like a knock knock it's mm-hmm. like a knock 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 mm-hmm. knock and that's how the that's how the creature does it like the creature does that throughout the entire movie uh when it's at that alex is it is his name alex the, the hot dude's um 
I don't even Greg? remember his name. Greg, yeah. When he's at when when his mom, it, it looks like his mom at Greg's door. Mm-hmm. That's how he's. Yeah. That's how thing knocks mm-hmm. too. And it's it's just it's really cool. You just sprinkle that in there. I don't know. Damn. Lots of lots of like little call call forwards to the monster. Damn. You're right. How you gonna have a baby from nine months and name him Greg, dog? There are so many names you can do that meme with. Truly, but like, come on. <laughs> My favorite is Gary. How you gonna hold a baby for nine months and name it Gary? Gary dude. Is there any hot Gregs, bro? Like this guy was—he wasn't even that hot. My my G. I know what you're saying. No, he was meant no, no, to fill yeah. that, that trope. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think he was hot either. But he was for her, mm-hmm. like you know. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know any hot Gregs. Yeah. Well, except for the Greg that reviewed our pod. Shout out one time. Or was that Craig? I, I don't remember. <laughs> Um, also shout out to the old lady who played that, uh, scary one. I think that's all she does. Um, maybe let me see the one that walks in the hallway, yeah, dude. Like what a cool, oh, so good, dude. Um, and she's like, hello. And then like lady down there or like girls down there, like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is awesome. Um, did you know there's a, there's a video series where, uh, there's a YouTube guy who will do like how to kill, x monster from x movie mm-hmm. he's he's done one on it follows and it's actually it's kind of one of it's one of the weirder monsters where like how do you yeah how do you really beat this monster you mm-hmm. know oh i kind of want to watch that um you should you should but how do you let's talk about how you would think you would beat it well because i've already seen it so obviously i'll just you know, okay spoil here's it, here's my take on this though obviously from a scientific standpoint the premise <laughs> of, of course of it walking if it going at a walking pace and that you can drive should break it because consider this if you tried to walk a marathon which is what 23 miles that would take you a pretty long time right if you're just yeah. at, at the pace that you see this monster walking mm-hmm. um you could easily drive 60 miles if you're going 60 miles an hour it would only take you an hour right like you can drive yeah. very far and then you could also take planes to other continents so like <laughs> I think if you really just wanted to rid, and then what happens if you die? Does it just go down the next person? But then you just lived a normal life. Like, um, so I yeah. think it would be very easy to actually get rid of just by putting distance between you. If that was your method, I don't know if you can kill it because seemingly doing it physical harm didn't do anything. So I don't know how else you would get rid of it aside from giving it to somebody else. Um, is also, yeah. what happens if that other person dies? Does it just go back to you? Like, if they die unrelated to the to the monster? There's so many. Yeah, that's the problem. And he he talks about that in the video. There are so many unspoken rules, mm-hmm. or like, well, if there are even rules, because if you think about it, when they drove all the way to that cabin, mm-hmm. they drove for a while. Yeah, like and that monster walked up like literally the next day. Like, mm-hmm. I, can the thing teleport? Like, or can does it? you know, run when you're not anywhere near it and, you know, get closer to you. Like there's no, mm-hmm. does it fly? You know? <laughs> so like, it's kind of hard to say. Cause I think that's a, that was, that yeah, would be my first. Well, I guess it, it does swim too, but like, it, you know, you know what I mean? Like, can you get in yeah. bodies of water and have it try to like, I don't know. So, and that's the other thing too. Can you trap it? Mm-hmm. Because like, yeah, obviously can destroy doors, right? Mm-hmm. Or, and windows and stuff like it that. It obviously has some something... mass, right? Like, you can touch yeah. it and you can mm-hmm. damage it by shooting it, but it doesn't. And, and it can touch you mm-hmm. and, like, 
throw stuff at you, pick you up mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, w- what point does its strength stop? Like if you built yourself in like a freaking, you know, t- 20 inch concrete structure, like, is it going to be able to get through? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Can it just phase through it? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Cause you could also just go into a bunker, man. Like, yeah. And you can shoot it. Like it'll stop, but then it just gets back up. Like you said, it doesn't really it also like, only has regular physical strength. Like, seemingly like it it doesn't yeah it, it's not like particularly stronger than a normal human so like it can't break down like a steel door um, it did scratch uh paul pretty like significantly Paul's like, bitch, one though, like, like oh <laughs> like come on it was nothing all right um <laughs> if you say so <laughs> um all, all i'm trying to say is I think you could probably just get away with it, or get away from it. You're right that could you just dig a hole and have it fall into the hole? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Like that would make sense, but like put in some concrete. What could, also, what, what if it could just fly out? You know, phase phase out. You don't know. Or like, or maybe that's how, what what it does when it changes people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, who knows? Also, could you cut it in half with like a chainsaw? Because like seemingly doing like shooting it in the head does nothing but like if you you know maim it remove parts of it um yeah it's just interesting because it always comes when it comes back another time it's like a different thing so like does it does it like regain hp (laughs) (laughs) like what what the heck dude Um, i I need to know more david robert mitchell where's the sequel so here's my question for you this youtuber's answer is it the same as your answer do you have another answer no, he has three different answers, I think. Mm-hmm. He has one that is... Well, you should watch the video. Uh-huh. I don't want to spoil it. Okay. Um, yeah. But do, what's your answer? If... Um, if Well, without the <laughs> video in mind, mine would be... It's tough because uh, he does present a couple good ones that I would want to use. <laughs> um, and it's it sucks because I've already seen the video. But I guess if I had to try and... Let's just try something without the video... I think just getting as far away as possible would be easiest, but like eventually you're going to run out of money, man. That is also true. I guess you're right. The other thing is you can just show other people and see if you can like come up to like use your brains together. Like, okay, what can we do to like stop, stop this? Like, Mm -hmm. and then just try out some different things. Like you said, like dig a hole and like pour concrete in. Is it still following you? Like, Oh, nope. It's gone. Okay, cool. It's dead then. Or, you know, maybe wait a week and see what happens. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's uh, tough. Watch the video though, and I'll put it in the description below because uh, some good supplemental uh, material for this week. Nah, dog. The real answer is SpaceX. Like, you know, it has to walk. If you go up into space, you know, win-win. <laughs> yeah, unless it can fly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dog. If you, it's especially the way it walks. If you could you imagine seeing any of those ones flying and like the expression it has just like a motionless <laughs> thing just floating like just this wind blowing just through its hair eating through the air <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe maybe it doesn't fly that might be too op honestly um what's your favorite um monster like movie monster movie monster favorite movie from monster? a horror movie um, of- reasonably i suppose right right from a horror movie. um honestly probably this one um and not even just because we're talking about it this week mm-hmm. like i think if you could ask me that on any off day i would probably say this one because mm-hmm. it's so unique i mean what other what other monster compares 
I don't know. Right. What are what are the powers? I've never seen him, and which is funny because that was the gag. Is I've never seen any of the it movies. Uh, Pennywise. What what what's Pennywise's powers? Um, he's like a spider from like a. Uh, he's like an alien. Mm-hmm. His like true form is like this big spider. Uh-huh. Basically, he's like, I think he's like he can be everywhere. Like he sees everything that happens to the people that he's hunting in this town. Um, I know he can just like transport around. Um, he eats kids and he gets more powerful when he eats, like when he eats new victims. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just kind of like a boring, honestly, like horror monster. Like, I don't know, man, <laughs> he can, he has like this weird thing he does with his mouth where like when he opens his mouth to like take a bite, mm-hmm. he gets like 50,000 teeth or something. It's, it's wild. Um, yeah. I think he's supposed to function more as like just being scary. I don't think you really think about like his powers or anything. You know? Like he's just like, it's a scary spooky clown and he follows you around and, Oh, he can shape shift too. He can, he can, uh, there's a scene in, in all the movies actually, but or in all, both of them, but in the first it where like one of the kids is in the library reading about it. Mm-hmm. And like he, he is theorized to be behind the kids smiling, looking at him. Cause you can kind of see it in the background. Mm-hmm. But it's like a librarian lady. So, uh, you know. Oh, okay. So basically, like, he can be anybody. and Yeah. Hmm. But, like, not be invisible like the It monster. Like, he's he's a physical being. Hmm. What if, okay, what if one way to beat the It monster, or the It follows monster, um, mm-hmm. is to um, just have sex with a lot of people so everyone can see it. And then... <laughs> Listen, herd immunity. Uh, <laughs> this seems like a good idea, but maybe it seems like a plan of yours also. I don't know. <laughs> seems like one of your schemes. And the funnier thing about it, I think, is that it's like, one, it'll still kill you if it touches you, if you could see. It. And then if everyone has it, it's just like, who, do, who, like, everyone can see it. So no one will be able to distinguish it besides from the fact <laughs> that it doesn't talk. And like, it just yeah. works. <laughs> It might just get smart and just try to blend in even better. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know if that one would work that well. You know what would make this monster a little OP too is if it learned um, sign language because then like the whole thing about it not talking would just be like, oh, it's just a a person who can't speak. (laughs) If it learns sign language. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. Only American sign language though. Did you know that there's like... There's actually like a lot of different versions of sign language. Like there's, it's very not universalized. I didn't know that, but I thought I figured that was true because uh, of the like English. It's, what's it called the mm-hmm. the American one? Yeah, like the fact that it had English or American in it. I was like, okay, that can't be like everyone's. <laughs> I just didn't know how many there were. There are like thirty or something. It, a, lot. a lot, and I think it, it's just like how like if you go to Japan and like you don't speak Japanese, you'd have difficulty. Like, like, yeah, it's the same issue, but I think even, it's like, no, no. but even worse because like, obviously you, a lot of people don't know sign language. So it's just like, not only, not only do I not speak Japanese, but I don't know how to do sign language in Japanese. <laughs> like I am SOL here. Yeah. Um, Jeez. you want to do the flip of the coin brother? Oh, that's going to be a tough one for me, but, uh, yeah, I'm down. Um, you want me to start it off? Yeah, sure. The flip of the coin. The flip of the coin. Okay, sorry. Um, flip of the coin. Um, obviously, I really like this movie. 
I I don't think I could say anything bad about it, honestly. But I think you make a, you brought up a really good point that I hadn't thought of before, and that's just like a lot of the guys in this movie suck. <laughs> yeah, like they just have really bad personalities and like dumb motives. Like they just all want to sleep with Micah, and they don't care if they have like a monster following them. I mean, I do think Paul genuinely wants to like take care of her in his own creepy way, mm-hmm. but like Craig, for example, or Greg or whatever honestly just wants to have sex with her and like he doesn't even keep his guard up uh, you know when the when he knows he has the infection or whatever right Mm -hmm. like he just wanted to just have sex and call it a day um but i do think paul has that same mindset but more so of like you know we could be together like forever (laughs) (laughs) so it's 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 definitely weirder yeah it's also paul's also like he's not that good of a person also because he's just like yeah I'll, I'll take this from you. And then immediately goes to go find like a, a prostitute. <laughs> like, yeah, so I like, think that was, I think he thought that was a good idea, but it obviously is not. <laughs> Cause she does that too. Remember when she gives it to those guys on the boat uh-huh. um, in the ocean or whatever, in the lake or mm-hmm. whatever, like, obviously this isn't going to work. You, uh, the only way it works is if you tell the next person, mm-hmm. I think that's the only way you survive long-term. If you just maybe tell every, tell, you know, you, have a normal relationship with someone, you know, one night stand or whatever. And you tell them, okay, now you have this thing, mm-hmm. just pass it on and like tell them to the next person and just keep passing it on and keep telling the next person. I don't know. That seems like maybe a good idea, but maybe it couldn't work. Um, yeah. I, so I, I think you got a good point though, that <laughs> agreeing with myself though, that I don't really like the dudes in this movie. Um, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. What's, what's your very, flip with the coin? They're very one dimensional. Um, <laughs> the premise while cool is like also kind of kind of weird which plays into it but also like like i said i don't really like how everyone's kind of relating it to other sexually transmitted infections because or especially hiv aids because that's like such a complex issue that you really can't just be like <laughs> it's kind of seems shitty to relate this like curse to that you know what i mean there's there's more complexity in yeah. in the in the yeah. socioeconomic world and reality rather um as far as its issues um but um that aside i mean i thought it was pretty good it's an enjoyable movie um it's certainly fresh and you know keeps your attention which i which i really enjoyed because a lot of horror movies i feel like have these lulls where you're just like all right you know i know right now nothing's gonna happen because they're gonna be explaining the monster a little bit more um and like you never very predictable um and I like that they kind of play up to that when, when he's explaining like the rules of the monster and then he's just like, yeah, do you yeah. see that girl? And they're like, uh, yeah, <laughs> she is walking very reminiscent of the monster. Mm-hmm. You never, you never answered your barometer answer. Oh yeah. I think it's a good movie. Um, uh, cause I think, yeah, it doesn't have a lot of like gory horror. I think the most you see is actually, um, in the beginning and everything else is not really gory. Even when, um what's that dumbass greg dies like um it's not horror it's kind of <laughs> gross um more yeah. shock value if anything a um but uh <laughs> yeah I, I think it would be a good one because it has the right amount of pacing i think the only thing is just like kind of with any barometer date it's just like i don't know how much uh weird sex content you want to have in a movie but that's probably fine the amount that's in this one 
You know what I mean? At least it's not like shot like softcore or anything like Dude, that. Like, like like every fucking rom com movie when there's like a one sex scene and just like a a dude doing missionary like for for like five minutes and you just see a woman's titties. And you, you know what I mean? Like yeah, extremely awful mm-hmm. sex scenes. Yeah. So um yeah, so I think it'd be good. Um, assu- nice. assuming that the person likes horror to any extent, I think you do need to like it just a little bit. You don't need to be yeah. a buff, but you you don't need to hate it. You, def- you definitely need to preface it with your bay. You need to be like, mm-hmm. this is a horror movie, but it's not like, you know, like crazy, gory, like chainsaw massacre. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, uh, you know, it's a little indie. It's also a little, little, little light. It's got a good runtime, you know, it's not like super fucking long. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I would, I would, that's my flip of the coin. Um, flip of the coin. Nice. <laughs> well, is there anything else we can, uh, talk about? Uh, it follows David Robert Mitchell disaster piece. Um, anything else before we end off this episode? I think we, I think we hit it all. My, my G, um, my brother, my friend, my feller. Um, all right. Well, well let us know what you all think. Um, if we miss something or, um, you want to tell us a movie to review or um, you want to send us hate mail. Listen, man, I, if you really want to send me a hate mail, I'll give you my address. Like you could send me real hate mail. Um, just DM me and like, I'm, I'm for it. Or you could also just send it to city asses at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, recommend a movie to us. Rate us on Apple podcasts. Tell us about your friends. We're on Spotify as well. And SoundCloud. And um, next week, uh, we're not going to tell you what we're going to watch because we haven't even talked about it yet. So <laughs> just follow us on Twitter and uh, you'll find out before we actually upload that episode. But uh, Big Ting's coming. With us. Big big Ting's coming. That's correct. We have plenty of episodes banked as well. <laughs> in case there's ever another pandemic. Hit, it. Um, Hit us that follow on the Patreon. Um, yep, yep. We didn't have a sponsor for this episode, but that is okay. That is just fine. We can still we can still thrive. That's how, that's how popping this pot is. We can still, <laughs> can still make it. Um, also black lives matter. And, uh, that is absolutely, uh, the, the vibe of this pod. So, uh, don't get it twisted. um, Do not get that messed up. Um, and yes, we support everybody out there. If you're out there doing your thing for, for the, for the good cause. Appreciate it. I wish I could be doing that. Honestly, nothing's stopping you, my friend. (laughs) Um, You're right. I'm about to go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening Jacob you got anything else uh no um we might have a few guests up as like guess my only plug for this podcast is uh we got a few more guests lined up so that should be fun I think we'll we'll have some good discussions in the coming episodes with some of our <laughs> friends who are kind of clowns you know we, I, yeah. I'm excited so hit hit the socials and uh we'll catch you next time goodbye see you later <laughs>